0: you <laughs> It's Apoc and welcome to Zion Church. Whether you're here for the first time or you're part of our church family, we want to thank you for joining us today. Our mission at Zion is to create spaces for God to dwell and for hearts to be transformed by the love of Jesus. This is why we meet in person every first and third Sunday of every month and online every second and fourth Sunday. You can find our times and locations by going to our website. We do this because we believe there is something deeply powerful when we all gather together to lift up the name of Jesus. But also when we meet at home and we break bread and we watch church with our family and church community. Right there, we are creating spaces for God to dwell. And if you're looking for a church community and you're wanting to partner with the mission of Zion, there are two ways to do so. The first one, you can join the Zion Volunteer Team. As we continue to engage and serve our community, both in person and online, we are needing people like you. You can join the team by going to zionchurch.live. Second, you can partner with Zion by becoming a financial supporter. Here at Zion, we believe that our generosity is our privilege and that change happens at the speed of our generosity. We understand that God has given richly towards us, so it is our privilege to give back to Him so that we can serve others. Every dollar you sow is being used to better serve our community. You can go to zionchurch.live to become a financial supporter and on behalf of our entire Zion family, we want to say thank you. All right, well, we have a special treat for you today. My wife, MJ, is going to be sharing a powerful message from God today, and I can't wait for you to hear it, so let's get ready to hear it. God bless y'all.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Zion Church. For those of you who don't know me, I'm MJ Antu, and my husband, Apok and I, have the honor and privilege of leading and serving Zion Church. Today is a special day because it's Mother's Day. I just want to take a moment to say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Whether you're a mom, grandma, auntie, godmother, or any other title you may hold, we honor you and we hope that you have a great day being celebrated today. So I don't usually preach, (laughs) but I get the honor of sharing God's word with you today. And here's the deal right off the bat. Your weakness is not a liability. That's my title for today. Your weakness is not a liability. Let's go ahead and pray for today's message. God, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to gather online and hear your word. I pray that you use me to share what you have for us today. May our hearts be inclined to receive your word and put into action what is shared with us today. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, it's Mother's Day weekend, and this brings me back to remembering when I first became a mom. In my head, I had it all figured out. I was going to go back to work after three weeks. I didn't have maternity leave at that time. And I was going to bring Luna alongside, since they had allowed me to bring her to work. It was all going to work out and be perfect. (laughs) Before I continue, I do have to disclose that I'm definitely a person that likes to have it all planned out, have it all together, and think that I can do it all. Anybody else out there? So Luna was born, and of course, everything was not perfect. I had such a hard time breastfeeding her, which I swore I would breastfeed her exclusively, and it felt that she literally was sleeping in increments of two hours around the clock for the first month. So we were obviously not getting enough rest. You know, and the time came to go back to work after three weeks, and needless to say, I was not ready. Not only that, but my body hadn't completely healed. I had complications that extended my healing time. So here I was, you know, I was taking Luna to work, I was not getting enough rest, was not completely healed, but I refused to give up. And I thought that I just needed to keep going. It got to the point where I lost so much weight. I think I was like at 94 pounds, and I was getting resentful of having this beautiful, precious baby that God had just given me. I was not okay physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I broke down one night and I told APOC, I just couldn't do this anymore. I was struggling. Here's the thing though. We are so overly told to hide our weaknesses. In my head, showing that I was struggling as a new mom portrayed weakness. The truth is, we're not just overly told to hide our weaknesses, we're even subtly told to hide our weaknesses. We're rewarded sometimes for acting like we don't have any you know, my girls have this thing at school called, um, they call it a no tardy party, which is a little party that they do for all the kids each month. And it's for those that have not missed any days of school uh, for that month and have not been tardy. So even since they're very little, they're being subtly taught that they're not supposed to show weakness and are being rewarded for it. Um, you know, My girls sometimes get really sad because they've been sick that month and they can't attend this tardy party. (laughs) So again, subtly we're being told since the beginning that weaknesses are not good. But the Bible says, the power of God is made perfect in our weakness. And when we pretend as we don't have any, we miss out on a lot of God's power. I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 12, 9, which is where we got this. Um, And it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. God is not surprised by your weaknesses. He's not taken aback by them. He's not dismayed by them. Instead, he's actually going to use them to display his infinite and good grace in your life. So here are a couple of questions before we even really let ourselves live under this banner of weaknesses are not a liability. Number one, what you're dealing with right now, is it a kingdom weakness or a cultural weakness? A kingdom weakness would be something that is keeping you from intimacy with God or people, a hardship that is happening in your life, or a genuine flaw that you need to work on. A cultural weakness is something that maybe God has not said is bad at all, and instead culture or everyone around you says that this is not good, this is bad. An example would be, I I remember when, you know, Little girls are called bossy. And in fact, they're probably good leaders. Leadership is a kingdom strength, but it is often seen as a cultural weakness. So you first need to ask the question about your own weaknesses that you may feel tempted to hide or pretend they don't exist. Is it cultural or is it kingdom? Number two, what is God building in you through this weakness? If it's a hardship, if it's a struggle, If it's an area in your life that you're needing to confess and grow, what is God building in you? Sometimes we don't always know. Sometimes we can't always claim it. But I do believe that we have the authority in our lives to say God would not have allowed this weakness, this pain, or this hardship if he was not going to use it for good. What is God building in you, through you, because of this weakness? Lastly, one thing we have to consider in light of weaknesses, this is number three, is there a big picture and how can you trust in that? And I say this so carefully and so cautiously because I know so many people have been hurt by Christian language that says, oh, everything happens for a reason, no big deal. And I actually think that would be an example of hiding a weakness or trying to pull the rug over it and I'm advocating for something a little bit different. I'm advocating for an honesty that says, this part of my life, this part of my personality, or this thing that I'm struggling with, it's actually really painful. But in the midst of acknowledging its pain or its actual negativity, I am going to hope that God is going to use it or is using it as a part of some bigger picture. I'm not pretending like it's not real, like it doesn't affect me, but I am hoping that eternally there's a perspective here that I cannot see. Your weaknesses are not a liability. Owning your own weaknesses, the things that you're struggling with that may be impacting other people, honestly takes power away from the enemy and gives it back to God. Confessing your weaknesses, maybe the areas where you genuinely feel strength or where you know you really need growth, brings the refreshment that many of us are desperate for. And when you refuse to apologize for kingdom strengths that may be seen as cultural weaknesses, you help yourself and everyone around you glorify and magnify God, not just through their strength, but also through what's hard in their own lives. Wherever you feel weak right now, this week, I want to remind you that God is not surprised. He is not taken aback. He is not asking you to spend all of your energy pretending as if your problems are not real. He is not asking you to hide every single area where you don't feel all that strong. Instead, He wants to come alongside of you to give you His strength, to show you His grace, so that you can see his power rest on your life. Let's pray. God, thank you for reminding us that your grace is sufficient for us, that our weaknesses are not a liability. In fact, it is through them that your power is made perfect in us. God, we pray that we may own our own weaknesses and through that we can take power away from the enemy and give it back to you. God, we pray that you can make Come alongside of us. Give us your strength. Show us your grace so that we can see your power rest in our lives. We love you, God, and we are forever grateful for your infinite grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, before I say goodbye, I do want to give someone who has never given their life to Jesus to do it today. Maybe you've heard about Jesus, but you don't follow him, and there's something inside of you right now that is nudging you. I believe it's the Holy Spirit. God wants to use your story, your life right now to make a difference. And it all starts by asking Jesus to come into your life. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I come to you today to give you my whole life. I need your forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, make me brand new. Fill me with your Holy Spirit that I would have the power to know you, to serve you, to follow you. My life is not my own. God, I give it to you. Thank you for new life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or if you have a testimony to share about today's message, we'd love to hear it. Email us at info at life. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless you. And let's keep creating spaces for God to dwell.